Hi, I'm Tori. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle, and this is the How to Be Human podcast. Hi, guys. How are you? We, um, if you haven't listened to our first episode on procrastination, you should totally do that. Yeah, we're major procrastinators. They're sorry. <laughs> We've been procrastinating for about uh, three weeks. Has it been really three weeks? Yeah. I feel like it's only been two. Uh, I feel like it's been three. It might have been three. But, I mean, life has been really crazy. A lot of things have happened that we weren't necessarily expecting. I feel like nothing's happened. I feel like it's just been like, everybody has these days where you're just feeling like super blah and you just don't want to do anything. And that's how I've been feeling the last three weeks, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, I mean... That is a big thing. We've been really low energy, and I think we've just been really tired from vacation, which sounds crazy because <laughs> we literally just straight chilled the whole time. But it's hard. It's hard to get back into life and adjust. Yeah, I definitely think when you take a break from something, it's very hard to get back into it. And I definitely felt that this time with going on vacation, getting back, and then like trying to figure out my routine at work and like with our dog and with each other and with everything mm-hmm. like you know getting the laundry done i've screwed up the laundry like three times <laughs> he always ruins my clothes <laughs> this last time um he accidentally left a hot pink rag in the washer i didn't mean to okay <laughs> and all of my clothes have little pink stains all over them i've got some socks that are colored but that's i didn't ruin any of mine. yeah so none of his clothes ever get ruined it's only mine i don't know why i didn't do it on purpose i swear i know i know i mean for me i feel like things have really picked up and i've just been really busy these yeah, last few weeks you've definitely been a lot busier um but i do think that we need to be better and we have a schedule now for recording and we're going to be more consistent for you guys because we feel like you deserve that. Yeah. And if we're not putting out consistent content, then why do you want to listen to us? So we yeah. need to do that. <clears throat> right. So on that note, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about our human interactions and our relationships that we have with each other. Um, whether that's your friend or your spouse, your partner, um, your family, anyone. Yeah. So, like, any of the social interactions that you have throughout your life or throughout your day? Yeah, and I think the common question or common things that we all think about with people that we love or people that we want to be around is, you know, ultimately comes down to, like, how do we get what we want out of a relationship or, how do, like, what is it that we want out of the relationship and how do we get it? Um there are a lot of times where you feel like relationships are empty or they're super exhausting or they're um or maybe they're one-sided and they you know and you're getting all these things and you're not ever really thinking about it but maybe this other person that you're in this relationship in this relationship with is feeling exhausted and those kinds of things and how do we find a balance and how do we find that equilibrium yeah i think that in most people's relationships there is a lot of times always a strain on one person or both people and it really is like this perfectly balanced dance especially in a marriage yeah or i mean and it can even be with your best friend um that you both have to be putting in equally or else it just doesn't work right 
Yeah, and even if it's like one person's putting in, say, like 55%, and the other person's putting in the other 45%, like even just a little bit over a long period of time is going to cause, it's just going to rub the wrong way eventually. Like, it's going to feel bad. Somebody's going to have their feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. And like, even if it's in a small way where you're just kind of like, oh, it's fine, like, you know, like, I'm sure they didn't mean to, or those kinds of things. And it's like, I don't think it's always ill-intentioned, but it definitely can cause some issues where if you're, you know, rubbed the wrong way enough times, eventually it's going to snap. Yeah, definitely. And I think that we've all experienced this with someone in our lives, whether it's a spouse, a family member, you know, we can all relate to it. And I think it affects us so much because our relationships with the people around us affect our mood and how we feel about life on a daily basis. Yeah. This happens all the time where I get in a funky mood and you just are like, babe, you can't be in a mood. Yeah. Or, or and it's like, I'm not even, I'm like, I don't even say anything most of the time. Most of the time I'm just like, I get upset or I'm sad about something and I just sit and I'm just quiet to myself. And all of a sudden I hear, babe, knock it off. You can't be sad. well no like you can be sad and it's okay to have emotions but you can't like revel in those emotions because then I get sad I I know that's what I meant I just was saying like that's kind of our interaction is where you like smack me or something you're like hey what's going on what's wrong and I'm like nothing's wrong I'm just feeling a little down I mean if we're being honest though we spend every second together yeah, we do. And so, <laughs> and we love it. It's awesome. But the way that we act towards each other for us, our human connection or like our relationship together is so important because we literally spend all of our time together. Like there cannot be anything off or else it's just miserable. Yeah. And we both feel it. It's not one-sided. It's not ever like I'm the only one who's grumpy or whatever. But it's definitely something that we both notice very quickly um, because we do spend a lot of time together. And I think that we do have an equilibrium of a relationship where if, you know, if I start pulling more or if you start pulling more, then we notice it and we're good at like helping each other remember to kind of snap out of it. Yeah. And I think we're able to recognize that the way that we act affects the other person. But it wasn't always like that. You know, I remember it being really hard. And like you said, it takes practice. It takes time. Yeah. So. And there's still times where we we struggle. Like. Oh, yeah. We are not perfect. And we're definitely not experts on marriage or experts on relationships. But it is something that interests both of us. Yeah. Definitely. I think we are always working on it. It's always like a. It's never complete. Like whenever just like, oh, we did it. Like, we're only two years in. We're still working on it. Yeah. But I think that our communication is very important and very good. And so we have a really unique relationship where it's awesome. Like, I can say anything to Tori and she'll understand. And mm-hmm. she can say anything to me. And, it, you know, we don't, we don't, there's never a fear of, like, oh, no. Like, like even if it's hard, I think we can still do it. Having hard conversations is really important. Yeah, we have a lot of hard conversations, even when it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially when it's not fun. But I think those hard conversations are important for any relationship. I think if you're having a friend or if you have family, like, you've got to put 
those emotional boundaries in place and you have to be willing to like you have to be willing to stick up for yourself and you have to be willing to say you know like this isn't where I want this relationship to go and you have to be willing to be vulnerable enough to express that concern to the other individual in your relationship yeah definitely and I think you also just have to be aware of where the other person wants the relationship to go too yeah. You know, you have to be open enough to realize that maybe you don't want the same things and maybe, you know, it's time for you guys to establish a new relationship if things have changed in your life. Yeah, I remember we did a lot of research for this podcast, like basically like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but one of the things I remember is, um, and we started talking about this, is how relationships are very, um, like, perception-based or um, like it really matters what the expectations are from both sides so like when I have a relationship with Tori I have certain expectations and I and I have certain expectations of her as um, from a relationship goes like I know that if I do x y and z then Tori will react in a certain way or I and I and that like that could change any day but I have that trust in a relationship and it was like two levels deep on a psychology level and it was super interesting of just like we have to remember that just because what we have learned to expect isn't always what's going to happen and so we need to always make sure that we're checking base with um, the other person yeah so what I think you're saying and correct me if I'm wrong (laughs) yeah it was a little little much from what I from our research and stuff you're saying that our actions affect the actions of the other person and that could be in a positive way and a negative way yeah kind of like i think it's just mostly we just have to remember that the other person has emotions and feelings and they have expectations and like it's just important to like make sure that we're all on the same page Mm -hmm. because i mean i think this happens a lot with like dating relationships where it's like one person's ready to commit and go further and you know express more feelings or anything like that but I think that you know sometimes people are not ready for that and so then there's this friction of you know where one's giving more than the other and it's like you just aren't at the same station at the same time and it doesn't meet up and it doesn't work yeah okay so I have a story and you'll you might remember this I don't know it's on a much smaller scale but I think it's a perfect example and it was the time that Kyle and I got in our first huge fight i think pretty much our only huge fight how long ago was it because i may not we are still living in the apartment um i might remember okay i'll just tell it so talking about expectations i had woken up on a saturday and kyle had gone to help his dad with something but we had briefly very briefly discussed going and getting breakfast And um, I was so excited. I had, you know, I got ready. I cleaned the house. And by the time 12 o'clock came around, I was like, okay, where is he? Like, I got ready. I did all my chores. And I just waited for him and waited. And I was furious because he didn't come home. And he didn't come home for three more hours. And my feelings were so hurt because I thought that we had had this agreement that he would come home and spend the day with me and we would 
go get breakfast and have that time together because that was my expectation of how the day was going to go. And I felt very betrayed and not valued in our relationship at that minuscule point in time. Do you remember that? I think I do remember, but I don't remember how... I don't remember my justification. Basically... I'm pretty sure I just thought it was something different or I had agreed to something different. mm -hmm. Or that I... Was I waiting for you to come get me? No. Okay, what was it then? We didn't really talk about it. I guess it was just something that... An expectation that I created in my brain. You know, I was like, okay, he doesn't take very long. He'll be over. He'll be home soon. We talked about getting breakfast, so... Maybe he'll remember to come home and get breakfast. And that was just an expectation I set myself, but I didn't make it clear enough to you Mm. to really justify being upset about it. But I I think that happens a lot. I do remember you being upset. That is for sure. I think it's the most upset I've ever been. And it's (laughs) something so small, but... And it was, like, just breakfast or something. But... It's. Well, I still remember it because it's such a. It's such a. <laughs> it. It's memorable because it was our first fight. I think, not our yeah. first, but our I mean, most memorable. You guys will probably learn over the next however many weeks that I'm awful at remembering things. See, yeah, that was like more in the beginning of our marriage, and now. I just have the expectation that he's going to forget because he has poor memory and that's okay. But I also know that I need to communicate with him and he knows to put it in his calendar or set an alarm. So that's kind of our way of creating that equilibrium. Yeah. I think like, I don't always set everything in my calendar. I do remember, but this this time I think like in this story, it was mostly like I just... I was just busy like I was just doing things and I didn't keep track of time and I didn't think it was that big of a deal and I wasn't like the expectation was not set like I did not know that it was like gonna be one of those big things that you know like it was important to you and I think that that I just didn't understand that it was that important and I just was feeling very obligated to help my parents and help them get some stuff done because they need some help and yeah um like, it just was one of those things where it was, like, a poor communication, and I felt awful afterwards. I felt super bad because, like, I didn't want my wonderful wife to think that I was <laughs> not, not thinking that she was important enough for me to go to, to breakfast or something like that. And, you know, it's just, like, one of those things. I think this happens so often in relationships and even just with, like, our social interactions. Like, whether it's people at work or is this somebody you see somewhere, like, you know, things like they're like, your neighbors or whatever like just the expectation is not outlined or like the common agreed upon terms and conditions of a relationship like nobody has a terms and condition box where you scroll to the bottom and click (laughs) on it like that doesn't exist in relationships so nobody knows what like what are the terms and what are the conditions and why are we in this relationship and what do we want out of this relationship like nobody sits down and has those conversations because that's a little that's robotic and that's not how we interact right And that's okay that they aren't set, but I think honesty, for one thing, is really important. Um, Not playing games. That's a huge thing in dating right now. And we're not just talking about dating, but in dating, it's a huge thing. If you're serious about that relationship, don't play games. I think it's just like you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. Like It's like 
If you want something, you need to say it because there's no way that that person is going to read your mind or figure it out or something down the line and then you just feel hurt and you just create an expectation where you let your where you're just automatically let down because there's no way for that person to know mm-hmm. unless it's just a miracle that they somehow figure it out. Yeah. And that's really rare. And I think honestly that's one of the biggest reasons that pe- friendships break up or there's a strain on a relationship is because people aren't setting the right expectation and they're not being honest with themselves or that person even if they don't realize it yeah and yeah. i think that's very easy because i mean vulnerability sucks like it's not fun no like having these hard conversations with the people that we love is hard like it's not fun um like for example you know me and my dad have a, a wonderful relationship right now and i'm super grateful for it but it wasn't always like that like there was times where i was afraid to talk to my dad like I was straight up afraid to bring up anything because of what the opinion would be or what, um, you know, what advice I'd get next or things that I didn't, like I just wanted support and I just wanted that, um, what's that word? Like the, where like somebody recognizes something in you and then like is proud of you for it. Like the re- recognition. Yeah. Like I just wanted recognition or I just wanted the validation. That's what I was looking for. Mm. Like. I just wanted validation and I wasn't getting it or I wasn't, you know, it was always like, you know, my dad just wanted to be involved. Like I didn't know that my dad just wanted to be involved. He just wanted to help. And the way that he was saying it wasn't the way that I was receiving it. And then we had this big conversation in a parking lot at Home Depot. A hard conversation. It was a very hard conversation because I just finally was honest. Like I just told my dad, look, when you say these things, the way you say them, it makes me feel that I'm not validated, I'm not doing enough, that I need to do better, and all these things, and it's like, I am doing fantastic, like, I'm doing so much right now, and I feel like all you have to say is, you're not doing this, or you're not doing that, or you could be doing this better, and that's not at all what my dad was trying to say, he was just trying to say, I'm here for you, like, I want to help, and since I've had that conversation with my dad, like, I understand how much he loves me, and how much he just wants to be in my life, and I'm super, super grateful for it. And I just think about moments like that where, yes, it's with my dad and, you know, mm-hmm. conversations with our parents is hard because they're our parents and we really want them to um, validate us and feel that we're loved and all those things. But I think that that happens with all of our relationships. And I look at each one of my relationships now and I even look with, with us. Yeah. Like, if I don't set my expectations clearly, then I'm going to have my feelings hurt because how is Tori supposed to know everything that I need? Like, right. she doesn't have those you know, we all have these indicators inside us of like, okay, time to eat because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. But it's like these social needs don't have indicators for this other person. Like there's no way for Tori to know when I just need a break. Yeah. Like unless I expressly say I need a break or, you know, in other instances where are more detailed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that that happens with all of our relationships. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, even though sometimes I can kind of tell because I've been around you like long enough that maybe you need to eat some food (laughs) 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 so you're not so grumpy. But I think another thing is it's not solely on you all the time. Yeah. I think, you know, I can always ask, do you need something from me? And sometimes we just don't ask. Yeah. You know, we just kind of live on this surface level space and we never really 
grow those relationships further because we're not having hard conversations we're not being vulnerable with each other and we're not asking people do you need something or you know can I help you or do you want to talk about this and if we are asking those people maybe aren't being vulnerable and opening up the true magic and the whole benefit of having those connections is to be able to share and speak soul to soul to each other yeah and i know in my instance if i have something that's on my heart or something that's bothering me the minute i share it with another person that's close to me i feel so much better like moments of vulnerability give you power that is long lasting yeah definitely I think that long-lasting power comes from that vulnerability, like you said. And I think probably the most relieving moments in my entire life have been, like, moments of these what we call hard conversations. Yeah. Or, like, and it is the biggest moment of relief to be able to say, you know, I am feeling X, Y, and Z way because you did this or because I'm doing this, this is how I'm feeling or I'm going through this right now. And I'm just like, this is what I'm going through. And then this other person understands. Um, and they just know, like even somebody else knowing about these things that are big deals to us or these big deal items, like, like, I don't know how to explain it other than like something that matters to me and I share it with somebody else. And if it's something that's bothering me mm-hmm. and I share it with somebody else, and that person validates me and my feelings like that's the most empowering moment but i had to be super vulnerable to get there yeah well we all carry burdens and we all carry things that are hard yeah and um i gave a lesson about this but i had a bag of rocks and i had a girl hold it up and it started to get heavy i teach five-year-olds and so you know she's like okay it's getting heavy and um i just had another girl take the bottom of the bag and so the first little girl was still holding the bag it was still her burden Mm -hmm. but her friend was able to come and lighten it a little bit yeah and i think it's the same with us we carry these burdens and everyone has trauma everyone has burdens whether they talk about them or not but sharing those with other people helps to lighten that feeling inside that you have yeah I I definitely have felt this before like um, growing up and stuff like things were very difficult for me just with my parents and with like the the situation that I was in Um, and I think everybody goes through something difficult when they're you know growing up or some traumatic thing happens and like yes it's happened to me am I grateful for it yes I'm so grateful for these experiences Um, because I've built lifelong friendships and these relationships with people by sharing what's happened to me in the right moment. Um, When I had somebody ask me, you know, you know, are you okay? And I said, yeah, of course I'm okay. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just great. Like everything's great. And they took the moment and they, you know, they put their hand on my shoulder and asked me, no, are you really okay? And I I couldn't I couldn't lie I couldn't say that I was you know oh yeah I'm fine I'm dandy everything because of the way that this person had showed their concern and showed their love for me and I was able to share with them 
the experience that I was going through and the things that I had been feeling and, and all of these things combined into one and then realizing, you know, and I was really vulnerable. I had told this person things that I had never said out loud to anyone else. And the moment that I did that, I felt like so free and I felt so empowered and I mm-hmm. felt amazing. Like I've, I felt like I never could be stronger, like that I was the strongest that I ever could be um, being that vulnerable with my really, really good friend. And I think that with our relationships, you know, they start really small and they start very sur- surface level. Yeah. And they start with, how was your day? And they're probably going to tell you that their day has been great. Or, or it's, it's been, been okay. A, it's been okay. <laughs> or it's been all right. And it's not really any detail, but more than, eh, it's okay. And I think that somehow we move through these relationships and we have these small moments of vulnerability and we build trust and, and these things. And it's not an easy task. No. Like building relationships is hard. Yeah. But I think that it's one of the most rewarding things we ever do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I look back on all of my relationships with my friends and my family and even my coworkers. I love my coworkers so much. And the way that I created those relationships is by having human experiences with them. Yeah. And, you know, they do say reaching your maximum heart rate with someone <laughs> like really <laughs> strengthens the relationship because you're experiencing emotions. Those wavelengths in your brain are moving. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more than a, how are you? Or a, hey, how was your weekend? It's it's so much more than that. Just even just being there and being available for someone when they need you or vice versa. Yeah, so this week, I think, um, I mean, take a hard look at all of your relationships and just see, is there something out of balance or is there something there? And I think that if you approach something with vulnerability and with... Um, the desire to figure out what's up and maybe you know maybe you are pulling too much in a relationship or maybe you're not getting enough and coming at something from a neutral stance in a non-emotional way of saying look I'm struggling Mm -hmm. and I care about you and I want to fix something I had multiple relationships where I've come at that with that approach and I think that when you say like hey I'm I'm struggling in our relationship and I want to move forward um, and just being honest about how you're feeling and it will be the scariest thing to be vulnerable with these people that you love, but it will also be the most rewarding because that relationship will go so much further. Um, like with my dad, it was like in order to tell him those things was the most like vulnerable thing that I had to do that, that morning in the, the car, in the parking lot of home Depot. But after saying those things to him and him understanding where I was coming from, we've reached a new level of understanding where like my dad understands how to validate me and I understand how to, to, how my dad tries to validate me. And like, I never feel like my dad's telling me that I'm not doing enough anymore. And I feel just like love from him. And I think that you can do that. I think you can fix relationships with vulnerability and not that anything's broken or anything's wrong. It's just like, there's a next level to every relationship. Yeah. And I did submit, um, a survey on Instagram and we read through them and one of the biggest things that stuck out to us was fear. Yeah. Um, people are 
the thing they struggle most most with in relationships is a fear whether that's fear of not having enough time or fear of not being good enough fear of hurting someone and when you're vulnerable it's like the bravest thing you can be and it's like putting off that fear and the thing is is the people that are around us the people that we spend our time with the majority of the time they love you and they understand but we for some reason we have this voice inside of our head that says no don't do that no don't say that no you need to please them but the thing is is they want to be there for you yeah definitely and they want to hear what you have to say even if it is hard to have those conversations and maybe if there's something you're scared of for a specific person i think just take a step back and look at it from their point of view and so i think the challenge that we're gonna extend this Mm -hmm. week is just to understand your humans and be vulnerable yeah and be brave be brave yeah yeah and you can do it i think that yeah just be vulnerable and be brave and you'll find that your relationships are worth 10 times more than they were so remember that we will be back next week (laughs) i promise not like last time like this time Mm -hmm. we will be back next week and we will get on top of this and we will be putting out more so share with your friends we want to we want to make this podcast bigger and we want to help people out and we want to really talk about things that make people tick and why we do things we do. So we love you guys. We love you. Have a great week. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>